stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So uh, you got the sense that Winston Blackmore, this FLDL, well, I guess he's been excommunicated from the FLDS, but still very much believes in the religious obligation uh, of polygamy, that maybe he expected this. He and James Oler, the first in uh, almost 100 years, I believe, to be charged with polygamy, and they were convicted of polygamy, and today found out that their argument that it's a freedom of religion issue, constitutional issue, um, that's not going to stand. Uh, that was rejected today. So where do they go from here? What next for Bountiful BC? Well, Daphne Bramham, reporter with the Vancouver Sun, author of The Secret Lives of Saints, has been writing about these folks for a very long time and has made some time for us here today. Daphne, I know it's a busy day. Thanks for squeezing us in here. My pleasure. So um, Winston Blackmore almost seemed resigned to this from, from what I heard him say. What was your sense of how this went over today? Well, I, to be honest, it was it was kind of a... It was kind of a last-ditch effort. Um, what, what, he's, what he was arguing, what his lawyer was arguing, is that that um, Mr. Blackmore took the advice, took legal advice from a press release that was issued in 1992, when there were no charges laid against him at that point, and he decided that based on that press release, that polygamy was legal, and so he says, and he was arguing that he should have that error on the judicial system um, for them to, for him to be prosecuted this time and he said that that he should have he should be able to do this at any rate because he has a religious right to do this um, all of those arguments were rejected by the judge I mean it, the the whole the hearing back in December was just this this bizarre sort of mix where at points the judge was would say to Winston's Winston Blackmore's lawyer I'm not really sure where you're going with this well at any rate she um, put it all together in 95 pages today and said, forget it. Um, this, <laughs> none of this is going to fly. Your convictions are going to be upheld. And now on May 15th, we're gonna have, there's going to be a sentencing hearing and you're going to be sentenced. Well, he, that was really his only card to play. There was really no conceivable way that Winston Blackmore could go into court and argue that he's not guilty of practicing polygamy, right? He's never denied that. I mean, right. he's... He's always admitted that he's had many wives. He's even admitted in public a number of occasions, and evidence was entered into the court that at least two of his wives were were well underage. One was 15, one was 16. There were a, a number of others that were under 18 or just 18. Um, no, I mean he had he even outside the court today said he still believe, he maintains that this is his religion. He takes his orders from God, that his salvation depends on having multiple wives. And the judge quite tartly mentioned in, in her judgment, he never took legal advice from anybody because he firmly believes this. He said that in court. He told her that. So she also rejected his lawyer's um, his, his lawyer's application and his lawyer's statement. She pointed out that even his lawyer knew that the BC, the BC Attorney General wasn't the one who determined whether the law was, was legitimate or not. So the whole thing was, frankly, a waste of time. <laughs> well, yeah, probably was. Although, do you think it's conceivable, though, that this issue may end up before the Supreme Court? Um, I don't. It, in many ways, I think that that this this actually won't end up before the Supreme Court because 
this particular application on the constitutionality was so roundly rejected by the judge. I really don't think that there's any way that the Court of Appeal would listen to that. So I suspect that while he, he may very well ask, He may very well try to appeal the ruling. I think it's going to be very difficult um, for him to find a reason or for the Court of Appeal to find a reason to actually accept the appeal. And I say that because this judgment is, it's 95 pages. Her other, her judgment in the conviction was 111 pages or somewhere in that range. I mean, she's been very, very careful to look at every aspect of it outline it carefully, and it all goes back in many ways to what was said in the constitutional reference case from 2011. So I suspect that um, Mr. Blackmore will try to appeal um, once he's been sentenced, uh, but I think that, that we may thankfully be at the end of this road. It may well be. So it's it's Mr. Blackmore and James Oler, the two convicted here. What, what are they facing in terms of penalties? Up to five years in jail on polygamy charge. On a single count, um, I don't think that that's. I think that's highly unlikely, as you mentioned in the opening. Uh, the, there has been no polygamy conviction in the last century, um, so there are really no precedents. So we really don't. We're kind of in in un, uncharted waters here. But um, I, given given the um, sentences that we've seen for other other crimes, I think it would be highly unlikely that they'd go to jail for five years for polygamy. And here's the I mean, you when you think know. about it, the the other poly, the other polygamy related trial that that's been held within the last year was the unlawful removal of a child, um, and these two the the convicted the convicted parents in that case. Um, he got seven months in jail. I mean, they put they put their daughter in harm's way, and she was raped by the prophet of the FLDS, and for that he got seven months. So, practicing polygamy, I, I don't know. I don't know where that would rank amongst us. It seems that and the, I think yeah. the other thing I would say, Rob, uh-huh. is that you know, it, it, it there may be a different sentence for Mr. Oler, who only had five wives, <laughs> versus Mr. Blackmore, who's had twenty four. The dilemma, though, because, I mean, ostensibly then this is about protecting the women of, of Bountiful. If, if Winston Blackmore doesn't go to jail, presumably he goes back, goes back with his wives, and everything carries on as it did before, which kind of makes a mockery of this whole thing. But if he goes to jail, that means some considerable hardship for those left behind. Well, I mean, that, that is, that's going to be the challenge for the, the judge. She needs to, in sentencing, she needs to um, send a message that this is that this that this is illegal, that it's wrong, and that if you if you break this law, that you will be punished. So, finding what an appropriate punishment is, balancing the the harms of this crime against what a, sending the message is, and balancing all of those things, it's going to be. I think it's going to be very difficult. Yeah, it is. So we'll see what happens uh, on May 15th. More details at VancouverSun.com. Daphne, thanks for the update here. Appreciate this. Thanks, Rob. Take care. Daphne Bramham, a columnist and reporter with Vancouver Sun, also the author of the book, The Secret Lives of Saints, a fascinating look uh, at the FLDS and the community of Bountiful. So that is now the dilemma. So we've inserted ourselves right in the midst of this community. What's our plan here? It's one thing to say, tisk tisk polygamy is bad, but it's not as though these wives have come forward and said, save us from these guys. They're not complaining. They're not arguing that they're victims. They want their husband back.
So what do we do? Do we lock them up? And then what happens to, to these women and all of their children? Well, do we just let them go back? Say, all right, we won't send you to jail, even though you broke the law, which stipulates that you should go to jail. So then you go back and you're back with all your wives and everything was like it was before. Then then what was the point of all of this? So what should happen here? 974-8255. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.